Alright, so we have got things you should include on your resume. Why not do things you shouldn't include on your resume? And that is why I'm here for today. Yes, space is at a premium when writing your resume. So make room for things that you want a hiring manager to know about you by prioritizing items that can improve your chances by getting hired. By leaving off the things that hiring managers don't need to know, your resume should present you as a compelling applicant. In this episode, I'll discuss what to leave out when editing your existing resume or to help you if you're writing a new one. It's Jen Avatok and I'm here to help you. Things not to put on your resume. Make sure your resume doesn't include any of these unnecessary or controversial elements to give yourself the best chance of being invited for an interview. If you, uh, if you don't want to listen to the whole thing and want just uh, the conclusion, you can skip to the end. First, number one is too much information. It may be tempting to include everything on your resume that could be relevant to your role you want. There is a chance of including too much information. Keep in mind that interviewers may review hundreds of resumes in a day, so concision is key in earning your, their attention. If you include the details of every job you've had, then important information could become less visible. So focus on the skills you have that make good candidate for the role you want. Include only positions that are either relevant to the job you're applying for or are necessary to show a certain length of employment history. When listing job duties, limit the list to three or four brief examples and include a skill you developed to add relevance. A solid wall of text. In addition to keeping information minimal, you also need to organize it well to ensure readability. A well-structured resume is easier to read, draws a hiring manager's eye to your most job-relevant skills so that they can see at a glance whether you're an appropriate candidate. Bullet points are an effective way to highlight your key abilities visually. And the format lends itself to a series of direct links between the job description and your experience. Many recruiters will use software that scans resumes for the keywords they're looking for and gives you a rating based on the similarities between your resume and their list of requirements. To improve the chances of your resume scoring well, use the same terms as they have in their job description and don't include images, shards, or anything that an automated system will not pick up as text. Spelling mistakes and grammatical errors. If you're applying for several jobs and tailoring your resume to each of them, changing the structure and adding new text can lead to typos and other errors. Ask a friend, a family member, or a colleague to read through your resume, catch any mistakes you might have overlooked. You can also use spelling and grammar checks in your word processor or online. Some people find that printing their resume out makes it easier to spot errors that they may miss on the screen. Try pointing to each word with a pen when proofreading to ensure that you are considering the accuracy of each item. Reading your resume aloud is another way of encouraging yourself to focus on each word. Inaccuracies about your qualifications or experience. Top among the things not to put on your resumes are dishonest statements. These can take the form of half-truths, inaccuracies, or misleading statements. They all amount to the same thing. Many hiring managers are actually quite flexible about the requirements and will consider an applicant has the right attitude even if they don't meet all the criteria. So avoid embellishing your history. Unnecessary personal information. 
Your resume is the place to showcase the achievements that make you a great employee. So stick to the information that's most relevant to the job. If you had a particularly life-changing experience that led you to your current career, you can include a brief explanation, but otherwise, consider saving the rest for an interview. Unless your family situation, religious beliefs, or political leanings are directly, specifically related to your application, leave them out and focus instead on the professional skills that make you a good candidate. Your age. Although hiring managers do their best to not form preconceptions of applicants, it's much better not to provide any information that could work against you. There was a time when people routinely included their birth date on their resume, but it's not acceptable to exclude references to age as much as possible. If the role you are playing for has age-related requirements, you can simply say that you meet them and don't go into any more detail. Negative comments about a former employer. When writing down your resume, omit any details about why you left the job or, if still employed, why you're dissatisfied with your current position. You might include a statement about the kind of role you're looking for, but keep it positive. Similarly, when describing your experience, you should focus on the objective facts relating to your achievements in the role. It's fine to highlight some challenges you faced then describe how you overcame them, but avoid speaking negatively about other organizations. Too many details about your hobbies and interests. A hiring manager who is reading through resumes will expect to see some degree or personal information on a resume, with the increasing focus on work-life balance and the need for downtime. Including some details of your interests and hobbies is expected and even encouraged. This is particularly too if they are relevant to the job. For instance, if you're applying for a veterinarian role, then mentioning that you volunteer at an animal shelter will demonstrate your commitment to animal care and your uh, uh, altruistic nature. However, even the most relevant hobbies or interests should only make up a couple lines of your resume. You should avoid including anything that might undermine your application. A hobbies and interests section on your resume is generally optional. The more professional experience you have, the less relevant your hobbies are likely to be. Passive language. Your career isn't something that just happened to you, so use action words and take credit for making it happen. Your resume is your chance to make an impression on a hiring manager, so make sure you take full advantage of that with strong action verbs and a roundup of all the things that make you a great choice for your job. Tiny text. Although reducing the font size can seem like a great way to free up some space to include more information on your resume, you want your resume resume to be easy to read to encourage a recruiter to read as much of it as possible. Keep your resume to a reasonable length by prioritizing your most relevant skills and using bullet points or short statements. Keep the word countdown and ensure that there is a little white space on the page, which will give it more visual appeal. Use a reasonably sized font that's clear and easy to read. Consider how your resume looks on the page. Uh, mis- uh, miscellaneous extra content. Your resume should focus on what you can bring to an employer. So you can also leave out anything that doesn't contribute to that, including photographs. Uh, you, can, you have to keep your resume to plain text, unless specifically requested. Contact details for your references. Your employer will ask for these if they need them. Unexceptional academic results. Instead, draw attention to more positive achievements. 
company-specific jargon. Use terminology that anyone can understand. Non-business social media or websites. Only give details of relevant sites that you use for work. Your current salary. You can address this later in the process if necessary for negotiations. Details of short-term roles. Focus on the positions where you stayed for at least several months. First-person language, I, we, or me. A recruiter will know your resume is about you, so use action words to describe your achievements so that you can avoid overusing references to yourself. So for you guys that skipped ahead, here is the things not to put on your resume. Oh, first is too much information. Second, a solid wall of text. Three, spelling mistakes and grammatical errors. Four, inaccuracies about your qualifications or experience. Five, unnecessary personal information. Six, your age. Seven, negative comments about a former employer. Eight, details about your hobbies and interests. Nine, passive language. Ten, tiny text. And eleven, miscellaneous extra content. Okay, when you are writing your resume, consider what will stand out to the recruiter who might be reading hundreds of them in a day. What written resume makes it easy for them to see what you could bring to the role. So focus on the areas where you excel and use them to your advantage. It's natural to worry about leaving something out, but avoid any temptation to embellish your achievements or include irrelevant information. Stick to areas where you can prove your skills and where your experience and achievements speak for themselves. This is the end of my episode, and I hope you guys had a great listen. Now you guys know what to leave out of on your resume, and that will probably land you a job. And... Yeah, Jenna of Talk will say thank you. Hit the like, subscribe, and share button. And I'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.